Welcome to the Content Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Whitnish, and today I'm calling myself out with the five biggest mistakes I've made with content creation and content marketing. Over the last 12 months, I was going through my archives on Google Drive to pinpoint when I started creating weekly shorts and reels on a consistent basis for Aaron Whitnish, the personal brand, and it was August 2022 that my archives pinpointed that too. So I've been on the field doing this consistently for 12 months. If we rewind back to 2015, there have been other phases in my life where I've been a lot more aggressive with content as a personal brand, but this has been the reiteration and certainly in a new direction to where I was eight years ago. And I was going for a walk on Sunday. We go to this local cafe called Matilda, which is amazing. It's in Mont Albert. We queue for 15 minutes for a coffee because it's that busy. Then we go for a walk and take our son, Bailey, my wife Paula and I, down to a local park. He goes on the swings, the slide, the seesaws, and we just talk about our lives and our future and where we're going. And I said, one of the mistakes I realize I've been making is I'm not showing enough of that in my social media content. My son, the joy I take out of that, it's a huge part of my life, my relationship, my marriage. It's very much, here's a tip, here's a strategy about content marketing. Now, the podcast, I have pivoted and shared a few stories and things behind the scenes and certainly started off with episodes one and two being a lot more vulnerable and going into my own personal world, but On the social side with the short form content, I haven't done a lot of that. And I think that's a really important message. If you're showing up as a human being, the more you can humanize your content in line with adding value, giving the expert tips, the social proof, all those other elements, you're going to build a much deeper connection with the audience. Now, what I've found is my content in the short format has become very predictable. People know, hey, it's going to be a tip. It's going to be a strategy around content marketing. And the content that actually has the biggest impact with reaching an audience engagement interaction, which I did an episode on the storytelling episode, is ultimately sharing parts of my world, parts of my life. And then that draws people in because you're mixing it up. You're not just sharing, hey, here's another thing about hashtags or when to post and how to get a YouTube video to rank. It's letting people see and connect with you and being vulnerable, which is ultimately what we want as human beings. So if I was starting again from square one, I'd create some pillars and I'd go, okay, a couple of times a week, I'm going to showcase a little bit behind the scenes of what's happening for me, whether that's in my family, with the team, in the business, so people can connect with Aaron Whitnish, not just the strategy around what I'm talking about on social media. So this is a big mistake and I would encourage you to be a lot more vulnerable and a lot more human with parts of what you're sharing online, even if it's business-related content because, again, the deeper the connection is with your audience, the more they're going to relate to you, the more likely they're going to transact or think to transact with you over anyone else that's just a brand or another business. So that's number one. Number two is not enough leverage. And what do I mean by that? I haven't focused on collaboration with other creators, other personal brands very heavily in the last 12 months. So whilst I've been doing this podcast and we're getting very close to episode 40 now, I haven't pursued getting on other people's podcasts and other people's shows, which would ultimately build my audience, personal brand and impact and reach a lot faster. And we did an episode that went through the steps. We've been great at getting other people on podcasts using platforms like LinkedIn, but haven't been walking the the walk, so to speak, in that area. And it's something that I'm going to pursue more 
in the next 12 months. And the way that you get on other people's podcasts, the easiest way to find people that host and run shows is if you go onto the LinkedIn platform, you go to the search bar, you type in podcast host, then you click on the people's tab, then you go to the filters section. You can then look for the industry that you're in, that your personal brand, your content, your business relates to. In the title section, put in podcast host and then the geography of where you want that host to be, if it's in your local city or in your country or doesn't matter, you can filter that down and that'll bring up everyone that is on LinkedIn that has listed that they host a podcast and what you can do is connect and what I recommend if you want to get on their show is look for the posts that they've put about episodes onto their feed. Go react to those posts, listen to some of their episodes, especially if they've got an established show and it could really impact your ability to reach a much wider audience and get that leverage and put thoughtful comments about that episode on LinkedIn and wait till there's an exchange back and forth. So they comment back to the comment that you've put on their post about the podcast episode. Do that a handful of times so you've got this rapport. And then at that point, when clearly they're going to know who you are, that's when you might check in and send them a message on LinkedIn say, hey, just curious, are you ever looking for guests that can add value on XYZ topic on the show? And then see what they say and open up the conversation that way when there's rapport and that could be your opportunity or pathway in to getting on multiple podcasts a year and getting a much more leverage approach to building your audience without having to do it all organically on your own. So like I said, I'll be pursuing that more in the next 12 months and there's a strategy for you if you want to get on podcasts and leverage yourself across other people's brands and audiences and networks that they've already built so you don't have to do it as well from scratch. The next one is too many platforms and I did it deliberately just to see where the content would land but I want to relay this feedback for you so depending on where you're at in the journey, especially if you're starting out, it simplifies this a lot. So my short form videos are going across TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, everywhere. The challenge with that is you're spread all over the place. And content does perform differently on different platforms. There's different styles and different approaches that you strategically use. And it's hard to keep up community engagement, actually build a community around the content that you're creating. So what I would encourage you to do is pick the primary platform that you enjoy the most, but also is tailored to your audience and where they're most likely to consume content. Have that for a short form platform. So for me, it's always been Facebook. It's where my most active network is, my most friends and family that are most likely to engage. I'm going all the way back to just focusing primarily on Facebook. I've deactivated my TikTok, my Twitter, my threads, because at the moment they don't have a lot of utility. Until my personal brand and reach gets to a certain size or or level, I should just focus on building a community on Facebook. And then you want to have a secondary platform for your long-form content. This is a really important step. And I do have to credit... Dan Bolton, who shared this, and it made a lot of sense to me. So this podcast is long-form content, and it's where we can have a conversation, we can go a lot deeper, fast-track our relationship together, build connection on a whole new level. And he was talking about the importance of your building a business or a personal brand. You want to be able to drive people to your long-form content from the short-form content. So you pick your primary platform. So for me, that's Facebook. For you, it could be Instagram. You can make that decision on on your end based on your audience. And then as you start to build a community around that, you can drive them back to whether that's YouTube, where you have your podcast episode listed. It could be Spotify, Apple, wherever you've listed that. 
So that way, people that are getting value and interact, engaging from your short form can go much deeper and enhance that relationship with the long form, like the podcast. So you can either shoot videos that are longer and upload them to your long form platform. Ideally, that's YouTube because it's a search engine and it has a lot more leverage than, than other social media platforms with evergreen abilities to keep finding your video and searches and watch it over and over again. But using that one-two combo, your primary platform where you put your clips, your reels, your posts, have fun showcasing the human side, like I said, that I haven't been doing very well. And then when people tuning in that, hey, here's a here's a great podcast episode or video on XYZ that's ultimately solving problems, educating, having fun, adding value. So that way, when you enhance the connection and the relationship with the audience, you're going to be a lot more attentive to what you put out. So you're going to get a lot more engagement, a lot more attention, which is going to really skyrocket the performance of your content as a personal brand. So you'll be seeing the majority of my content focus go into a group that I've just created on Facebook, which is content marketing for personal brands. So if you want to jump in and join that free community, I'll put a link in the show notes. I highly encourage you to get in there. I'm posting in there almost daily at the moment, sharing a lot more of the human side as well as the strategic side. And then this podcast, you're already getting access to it, is the long form strategy for me, but I'll primarily be driving my Facebook community back to the YouTube version of the podcast. So that's how I'm approaching it. And you can decide based on where you're at, whether or not that will work for you. The fourth mistake I've made is one that can apply to you if you're in business and that's on the monetization side of things. I haven't made a lot of offers in my content to solve problems despite the fact that we do have a marketing agency called Content Only that essentially creates people's content for them so they don't have to spend the time, energy, resources, mental effort and hours every single week creating their content. I mentioned a little bit here on the podcast, but when you do that, again, you're not creating pathways or opportunities for people to get extra help if they want to. And if you're talking about content marketing and content marketing tips, as an example, which I am doing, why not offer an opportunity for those people that want to accelerate that to get some support? And at the very Lowest end, they can get free support from me pointing them to some of the lead magnets and resources that give them the system. So if you're creating content and there's a commercial aspect to what you're doing and you do have offers that can solve problems, make sure you interject them at a regular frequency just so people that are tuning in, playing along, get the extra support they need or else they're going to go to someone else who might not be as quality a service provider as you because ultimately if you work with someone at a much higher, deeper paid investment level, generally they're going to get much greater success than if they're tuning into your free stuff all the time, which is really just consumption mode. So that's an important one on the business side. And number five, the big mistake I made is a lack of CTAs primarily on my short form content. We always encourage you to follow and review the show on the podcast episodes. In the short form, the clips that are less than 60 seconds in my written post, you want to ask people to either keep following or ask questions so they engage in comments. So you get that high level of interaction, which will ultimately boost the performance of your content. I haven't been doing that very much. I've been shooting the videos, giving the tips, but not adding in that extra step. Hey, comment yes if you've had this experience or what's been your number one problem with xyz put it in the comments below hey if you enjoyed this video make sure you're following me dropping three videos a week with more tips and tricks to help you create content 2023 as an example so make sure if you're putting content out encourage community engagement encourage people to comment encourage them to follow because again that's what's actually going to drive and grow the impact that you have with your content so that's mistake number five and i'll be doing a lot more of that so i want to wrap this up with a refresh 
And what would I be doing if I was starting with no followers, no base from square one? The first thing I want to do is build the habit. And I was thinking back and I did a video today about my running journey and how after three months of running consistently multiple times a week, I didn't have to think about running. It was just something that I did. I put my shoes on and I went out and running content creation is very similar once you get into a rhythm of posting x amount of times a week and that typically takes between two and three months to form the habit you'll find that you start doing it automatically and that's how you're going to get that longevity and that compounding impact of creating content for your success so what i would do is not worry too much about the quality and all those other moving parts the strategic side of content and i'll just focus on one platform so for me Square one, I'd be on Facebook. I'd be posting a lot of content so I can develop that habit and start to find my voice. So that's the next thing that happens. The more you post when you're starting out, the sooner you start to get, okay, this is the direction I want to take my personal brand, my niche into. And then once you have that established, that's when you can start to taper down and start focusing on quality. Now that I've found my voice, I know what my audience is, I'm getting a feel for what they're responding to, what their problems are, I can go really hard on quality in some of these areas. And when you increase the quality, naturally people are going to get better attention and more value. So they're going to follow. Then finally, the tip that I look at is leverage. Once you understand your audience and you know where you are, you want to think about who, not how. So if you're the one churning the wheels, cranking everything with the content production day in, day out, it's going to take several hours a week. What's the system or the process that you can follow that only takes a couple of hours a month and you get all your content done for you essentially from that single effort and we've spoken about it on other shows so it could be interview style you get someone to research what's trending what topics are hot in your market or niche right now get someone to jump on zoom with you or have a smartphone set up go through each of the topics and add in your value have that recorded and then that's your work done get someone else to cut the clips repurpose turn it into long form distribute it across social media so you're time and effort is protected and you're getting maximum leverage. The other strategy, which I highly recommend, particularly if you're a personal brand or in the expert space, is the podcasting because you show up like I'm doing right now. You hit record, you film your video, you've got your episode, and from there, you can give it to someone. They can cut your short-form content for social media, They can drive, which can drive people back to the podcast episode. You can get distribution across several major listening platforms from that one effort and have a tremendous impact whilst people are coming to listen to you and building that relationship and connection, which can really accelerate your impact, again, as a personal brand. So think about who, not how. If you're in the position where you can invest money in either tools, technology, or team to leverage content, so it's giving back your time to focus on business or high ROI activities, then that's what you want to consider. Hey, and if that's something you do want support with, we've got content only. And if you just want to show up for one to three hours a month, let us extract your genius we can do the rest. We can repurpose it, edit it, produce it, and have it ready to go out across your primary social media platform. So all the impact gets done and you're winning back all that extra time to put it into the areas that light you up the most. So that's available. So that's it for this week. My five biggest mistakes that I've made on the content creation journey. If you've enjoyed or got value from the show to date and you haven't followed or you haven't reviewed the show and give it five stars, please do that because it helps us reach more people and add more value to the community and make the internet a better place. I'll be back again with a brand new episode next week.